0: Straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. See yourself as wildly successful even before you have created the success. Dre all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is the genesis of success. Yes, the genesis of success. Where does it actually begin? Where do you start to actually make yourself successful? However you define the word, it doesn't matter how you define it. I'm going to tell you how to get started. As long as we're on the same page as far as success being a good thing. Now, before we get into that, let me tell you, when I send out a motivational text every single day, it might come out once a week, but whenever it's coming out, it's going to be consistent. If you want to receive this message, which you should, because so let me tell you why you want to get this message, because it's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point every time that it gets sent to you, and it's guaranteed also to challenge you sometimes. It's going to challenge you mentally. It's going to challenge you spiritually. It's going to challenge you emotionally. If you want to get that message for free to your phone, which you already have, you don't have to do anything but one thing text me at my number so you can join my text community. Here's the number, 305-384-6894. And every time I send out that motivational text, right now I'm sending it out every single day. I probably keep sending it out every day. All you got to do is open up your phone like you open up any text message. You'll see that message. And here's a bonus. You can even respond to one of those messages that I send out, any one of the messages, and I might even respond back to you because every day I actually do look at the responses that I get and I write some people back. So if you want to get a response from me, all you got to do is just respond to one of those messages at that number that I just gave you. It is listed down below in the description. So now getting into the topic, which is the genesis of success. If you have listened to this show for some time, you have probably heard me talk about the be, do, have principle. Or the be, do, have order of operations for success in life. So let's focus today on that being part because we talk a lot about what we do. I mean, I talk about doing stuff all the time here on the show. I give whole episodes, to so a lot of things that are based in doing. Things such as communication, such as selling, such as the actions that you're taking, or the processes that you have in place, or building your culture. All of those are things that you do. Well, let's talk about who you are being, because this one kind of confuses people sometimes. I actually had someone who's in one of my coaching programs send me a message not too long ago and say, well, Dre, you said this, this part about the being part. Can you expand on that a little bit? And I referred that person to another piece that is inside of my university, which is the Proof Mindset course. And I told them go in there and then there I explained it a lot deeper and today I'm going to go deep in it right now. So let's get right to it. And those of you who are interested in this being part, because you understand the part about doing, which is like the effort and the work and the stuff you do every day and having, which is the goals and the outcomes and the success. How do you get that other part, which is the being? I'm going to tell you here today. Let's get to it. Point number one. Topic once again today This the genesis of success. Number one, look in the mirror and you must see a wildly successful person. When you look in the mirror, you need to see a wildly successful person, even if right now you don't consider yourself, you would logically and rationally and objectively look at the outcomes that you've produced in your life or the position that you hold right now or the money that you've made or know your status relative to your peers. You may not believe that you are wildly successful. I understand. Maybe you aren't. Maybe objectively speaking, if you were to ask me to take a look at your life and your situation uh, and ask me, Dre, am I wildly successful? I might even tell you, no, you're not. But understand what I'm saying to you right now. Your inner reality is a self-fulfilling prophecy, which means you need to see a wildly successful person in the mirror, even if, and especially if, especially when The current reality of your life, the objective, truthful facts of your life do not reflect wild success. You must see yourself as wildly successful anyway. So does this mean you are playing a little bit of a trick on yourself? You would even want to call it lying to yourself. You want to call it fooling yourself. You are acting. You are putting yourself in a frame of mind that is in conflict with your current logical reality. Call it what you want to call it. I don't care what you want to call it. What I am telling you, though, is you need to do it. You need to see a wildly successful person in the mirror. This is the first point on this subject of the genesis of success. If you want to be a successful person, the number one thing you must do is not go achieve a bunch of things, not go make yourself a bunch of money, not go get yourself a bunch of followers on social media. The number one thing you must do is see yourself as wildly successful even before you have created the success. Ask the most successful person you know, whoever that is. I'm talking about person you know, like somebody you know personally. They know your name. You know their name. And you can reach out to them and get a response from them. Ask them if what I just said is accurate. And if I'm wrong, you tell me who that person is who told you that I'm wrong. I guarantee none of you is going to tell me that because nobody will deny this point. Your inner reality, everybody, is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Let me be more specific about what exactly this means. When I say look in the mirror and see a wildly successful person. all right, This is not a one-time thing. I'm not telling you look in the mirror one time, like right now. If you're in the bathroom right now or you're driving, you look at yourself in the rearview mirror and you see a wildly successful person. Yes, do that now. But this is not a one-time thing. Question: How often do you look in the mirror? If you were to add up over the course of a day, how often you actually look at yourself. Meaning you look at something that gives you a reflection of yourself, whether that's the mirror or the selfie camera on your phone, how often do you look at yourself over the course of a day? You would probably underestimate how many times. I would guess for each one of us, probably at least at least 10 times a day. And that would probably be a modest estimate for men. Women, you probably look at yourselves in the mirror more often than the men do. So you look at yourself in the mirror at least once a day, every one of us, right? When you go in the bathroom. Anybody here have a bathroom that doesn't have a mirror in it? Or everybody's bathroom has a mirror. I've been in some a lot of different kinds of bathrooms. They all got mirrors in them, okay? So everybody's bathroom has a mirror. And everybody goes to the bathroom at least once a day. When you get dressed, often you look in the mirror to do what? Make sure everything looks the way it's supposed to look, right? You make sure your hair is right. There's nothing on your face, on your teeth. that's not supposed to be there. You look in the mirror many times every day. So this looking in the mirror process, metaphorically speaking, need to be doing this on a daily basis when it comes to who you see in the mirror. I was actually just talking to, again, one of my coaching students about this very thing. She was telling me how, and this is a different person, she was going to take an exercise that I gave her that was all about this being part. And she was saying to me, she was saying it to me as if this was a positive plan that she had in place. It is a positive plan, but I told her how she could improve on it. Let me tell you the story. You understand. She was telling me she was going to take this exercise about being. She said, well, Dre, I'm going to take that thing that you told me and I'm going to review it once a week. I told her, uh, don't review it once a week. You need to review it once a day. you need to be doing it every day. And you, listener, that's what you need to be doing. I already told you what to do. Look in the mirror. See yourself as a wildly successful individual. And you need to do that every day. This needs to be a daily habit. The same way you brush your teeth, the same way you get dressed, the same way you take a shower. For those of you who go to the gym, the same way you work out, or whatever you do, you need to be doing this every day as well. This needs to be part of your daily routine. Find a way to fit it in. I'm not asking you to fit it in, I'm telling you to fit it in. All right, this is pivotal to your future success. This right here. Because it leads to everything else that you do. You need to have a process through which. You are telling yourself about your success in the present and in the future every single day. Not one time, not when you're excited about it, not when you feel like it, every single day. Is anybody unclear on what I said in point number one? Point number two, topic today is the genesis of success. Now, what exactly do you do when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing this wildly successful person? Here's what you do you need to get detailed about what that wild success actually means. When I say wildly successful person, what exactly does that mean to you? See, I'm not here to tell you what wildly successful is to you because my definition of wild success may be completely different from yours. You need to decide. If I said you as a wildly successful person a year from now, five years from now, six weeks from now, what does that look like? You have an answer. If you don't have an answer, then sit down and think about your answer because you need an answer to this question because this is. Basically, you telling yourself what your future of your life is going to look like. What does wild success mean for you? What kind of family does it mean? How do you feel physically? How are you doing financially? How are you doing in your career? What kind of friends do you have? What do people say about you? How do you feel every day when your alarm clock goes off and it's time for you to get out of bed because you know what you're headed towards and what you're about to do? How do you feel at the end of the day based on what you just did and the day that just passed? What does wild success mean for you? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it taste like? What does it sound like? What is wild success for you? Write it down in detail. So, the follow up question to that first point is everything that I just said. What exactly do you tell yourself so that you can feel that wild success? That's what this point is about. What exactly does it look like? What do you want your success to be? And again, write it down in excruciating detail, meaning down to the last detail, what exactly is wild success for you? Don't leave anything out. The more detail you can get about the success you want, the closer your subconscious mind will be able to complete the picture and turn it into a real thing. That's why you got to get detail. Subconscious mind takes everything literally. So the more detailed you can be, the better your subconscious mind can go to work on your behalf. Understand 85% of your thoughts are of the subconscious variety, meaning you're not consciously choosing them or even recognizing that you're thinking them, but you are thinking them. So the better and the more clear of a picture you can give to your subconscious mind of what you want it to do, 85% of the time is working on that picture. But if you have never thought about this and never given your subconscious mind directions in the form of a clear picture, then your subconscious mind is kind of just going off of whatever the environment that you're in has fed to you. So if you've been around losers, you've been around people who are average, you've been around people who don't really have ambition and goals and dreams. Well, no wonder you feel like you're in an uphill battle against yourself right now in life, simply because you have been indoctrinated with a bunch of averages, because most people by definition are average. So If you never thought of doing what I'm describing right here, this is why sometimes it feels like you're fighting against yourself in life because 85% of your thoughts are subconscious and your subconscious has been programmed by whatever's been in your environment. Most of the people in your environment are average. So this just makes sense, does it not? So the way that you fix this, if you want to call it fixing it or change this, is you simply get conscious about things that are normally unconscious to most people. You get conscious and intentional about it. There's those two words again, conscious and intentional about what you want your subconscious mind to do for you. And your subconscious is always working. Even when you're sleeping, your subconscious mind is working. That's why you need to be doing this practice on a daily basis because your subconscious mind doesn't go on vacation. Now, Your subconscious mind doesn't turn on once a week. It's every day, all the time. Even when you're sleeping, it's always working. So what are you programming it with by, through the habit of repetition? There's two ways to burn an idea into the subconscious mind. One is to be a highly emotionalized ideas and thoughts, and two is by the power of repetition. So if you put them together, you get highly emotionalized thoughts and inputs, and you do them all the time, you get your subconscious mind programs. This is what, for example, any of you who is a a devout follower of a specific religion, if you go to your religious place of study consistently, that doesn't necessarily make you more religious than somebody who doesn't go, but I'm using this as an example. If you consistently go to mosque or church, for example, and when you go to those places, the preacher or the person who's in charge of delivering the message that day, the public speaker, they usually give you a message that touches you on some level emotionally. Is this true? They give you a message that touches you emotionally, and then you go consistently. You go there at least once a week. Some of you go two, three, four times a week. And what are you doing when you're doing that? Think about it. Based on the example that I just, not the example, but the explanation I just gave you, what are you doing? You are programming your subconscious mind because it's emotionalized and you're getting it through the habit of repetition. So even if you didn't know you're doing it, you're doing it. So any of you who is an adult and you've been going to your place of worship since you were a child, you have been subconsciously programmed to follow the messages that have been given to you in that place. Whether you like it or not, it's happened. Now, it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. If you're taking it in over and over again, you have been programmed for it. It's not limited to religion, by the way. And it's not limited to things that you want either. It's not limited at all. Actually, it's based on whatever you are emotionally triggered by that you engage in consistently. So any of you who does something like you listen to rap music, if you listen to rap music, gangster rap music, the music that talks about you no know, killing and drug dealing and disrespect for other people in different forms. And listen, I listen to that music. I've grown up listening to that music. You listen to it often enough. There's some of it that's gonna trigger you emotionally or touch you emotionally. Doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna do anything, but it's gonna to touch you emotionally. And you listen to it over and over and over again. What are you doing? You are programming your subconscious mind, whether you want to or not, it's happening. So understand, folks, you can take control of this situation rather than having the situation control you by allowing things to happen by default. You can choose to do this. This is why if you're 28 years old right now or 47 years old and you have been conditioned over the course of your life by things that have been touched you emotionally and you've done them over and over again. Now that you're thinking about it, you could probably think of some things that have conditioned your mind, right? And you can see them by looking at the results of your life. They are reflected through your actions and your actions only come from who you're being as a person. Who you're being as a person comes from how you are programmed and 85% of your thoughts are subconscious. So most of it is coming from your subconscious, not your conscious thoughts. You get it? Does everybody understand what I'm saying? Am I speaking too fast right now? Am I going over anybody's head? So You can take control of this situation by getting conscious of what's happening in your subconscious, 85% of what's happening, 85% of what's happening, period, in your mind, and then getting intentional about what's going on in there. You can't be intentional about something that you are unaware of, but now that you're aware of it, you can be intentional about it. And 85% of what happens in our minds is subconscious and we are not intentional about it because we don't even know that it's happening. But none of you will have that problem ever again because i just made it conscious for you because I just told you that it's happening. So now Because you have the information now, you have the responsibility to do something about it. Everybody follow me here. And keep in mind that the mind, your subconscious mind works to complete any picture that you give it. So you give your subconscious mind a picture of you driving a Bentley, for example, but right now you're on a train or on a bus or taking Uber or you're walking or you're riding a bicycle or you're driving a beat up Honda. But you give your mind, your subconscious mind through power of repetition, a picture of you driving a Bentley, well, eventually one of two things is going to happen. Either A, because there's such a discrepancy, because there's a discrepancy, right, between your actual reality and what your subconscious mind is seeing. So one of two things must occur. Notice I didn't say they could occur. I'm saying they must. One of two things must occur. Here are your options. Option A. Actually, I may not say A, because neither one is better than the other. There's just two options. Here's the first one is that either you stop giving your subconscious mind that message because the conflict is so strong and you don't believe that it's even possible for you to ever get to that Bentley. So you just stop giving yourself the message because you don't believe that it's possible. So you're in violation on the first point that I gave you here today. You can do that. You have a choice. I'm giving you these things, but I can't make you do it. I can lead the horse to the water. but I can't make you drink. Not calling you a horse. You get what I'm saying. Here's the second option. Second option is Because of this strong conflict between the vision of you driving the Bentley and the fact that you're actually riding a bicycle to work, you will eventually, because again, power of repetition, folks, you need to do this over an extended period of time. It's not going to happen overnight. Eventually, you're going to start taking actions and you may not even notice that you're taking these actions that will move you closer and closer towards getting that Bentley. So you go from the bicycle to you get yourself a Toyota Corolla, then you upgrade yourself a little bit more. Maybe you end up in a Jeep then you get yourself a Range Rover, then you might get yourself a Ferrari, then you might end up in that Bentley. It might take 10 years, it might take 20. But would it be worth it? I can't answer that question. But when you have the conflict between what your subconscious mind is being given by power of repetition and what you are actually living and the reality of your life, the subconscious mind will go to work by powering your actions to change what's happening in your reality to match what's happening in the subconscious mind. Here's the key point, folks you will always move towards, you will be moved towards taking actions that reflect whatever your subconscious mind tells you about yourself. So if you're around a bunch of average people and you're already doing average in life, guess where you're going to be 10 years from now? In the same spot, doing average. If you are performing at a high level, but your subconscious mind is programmed for averageness, 10 years from now, you will move from that high level back down to the average because the subconscious mind has more control than your conscious mind, more control than anything I could say to you on this show. So whatever's in your subconscious, that's where you're headed. So if you are not aware of what's in your subconscious, you never even thought of this concept before you heard this episode here today, then you should consider this a five alarm emergency that you start taking control of what's going on in your subconscious mind because it is controlling your outcomes, whether you know it or not. Everybody with me here? And remember that the human brain works off of pictures. It does not work off of words. I'm giving you words, but for you to get your subconscious program the way you want, you need to give it an image. So, your words need to paint pictures, so to speak. So, you need to write in words. I told you, write down in detail what that life looks like, feels like, smells like. What is that life on a day to day basis? So write it down the way that it gives you an image in your brain. That's what the subconscious mind responds to. Mind works off of words, I mean, pictures, excuse me, not words. And it responds literally to whatever you give it. So, be specific and be direct about what you want. Your brain will do the rest and it will follow what you tell it. Don't worry about how it's going to do it. Just know that it does do it. This works. This is literally science. Point number three. Today's topic, again, is the genesis of success. Number three. All right, now that you've done all that, get out of the mirror and carry yourself as this successful person starting now. Carry yourself as the wildly successful individual that I've described in point number one and point number two. So whatever it is that you have told yourself, now you got to go out and live your life as this individual. And yes, even if you're not quite that person yet. So, yeah, you don't have that money yet. You don't have the Bentley yet. You don't have this massive success just yet. You still need to carry yourself as if you have it. All right. So it doesn't mean go see somebody's Bentley and steal it. It means carry yourself with the energy and the confidence of a person who does have it, even if you don't have it yet. The good thing about this is who you are as a person has nothing to do with your list of accomplishments. It has nothing to do with the length of your resume. How much money you have in the bank, what kind of vehicle you own. Who you are as a person is about the way that you carry yourself. It is not about what you have or what you have done. It is about how you show up, it is about your energy. Now, you notice what I did there in that last sentence. I just gave you be, do, and have. Let me say the sentence again just so you catch it. Who you are as a person is about the way you carry yourself. That's the being. It's not about what you have or what you have done. Many people get this equation backwards. They think, okay, well, I need to have these things in place first. I need to do this, this, and this. Then I can carry myself like this type of individual. Wrong. That is an inaccurate formula that will have you in averageness. You'll be living in Averageville for the rest of your life. If you think you need to achieve things and do things before you can carry yourself a certain way, no, you do it the opposite way. You carry yourself like the person first. That will lead to you doing the things that will lead to you having the results. Since most people do this equation backwards, this is the exact reason why most people have goals and dreams and hopes and ambitions and wants, but never achieve them because they're operating by an inaccurate formula. So no matter how much they believe they got the wrong formula, they're doing the formula backwards. It's not going to work. Everybody understand what I'm saying here? The being comes first. The stuff you do and the things that you have come after the being. So carry yourself as a wildly successful person from inside of your mind not because you have a certain list of accomplishments. The accomplishments follow the energy. The energy does not follow the accomplishments. So, that inaccurate formula is one that many of you need to unlearn. Point number four we are talking about the genesis of success. Burn the following idea onto your brain. Here it is success is not about what you have and is also not about what you've done, contrary to what you've been taught. What you have and what you have done are merely indicators of success. In other words, somebody wearing a nice suit or driving a nice car or having a lot of money or having a bunch of trophies on the wall, those are merely indicators of success. Real success is about who you are being and how you carry yourself. Real success is about your energy, your aura, and the way that you show up. These things are what lead to the actions that lead to the outcomes that many people incorrectly label as success. Many people label success as what are the things that you have, or sometimes the things that you've done? But actual success is about who you are being, which leads to the things that you have and the things that you've done. See, a nice car and a fancy suit and a certain amount of money, those are merely trappings of success. Definition of a trapping is the outward signs, features, or objects associated with a particular situation, role, or thing. See, those are just trappings of success. So if somebody has a lot of money, or they have a nice car, or a big house. Those are just trappings of success. Those are the outward signs of success. But real success is who that person is being as an individual. It has nothing to do with the stuff they have. The things that you have do not create success. Success starts with how you see yourself in the mirror, that creates success. That's why this is the genesis of success. Who you see in a mirror leads to you taking certain actions. Because when you see yourself as a certain type of person, you will do the actions that coincide with that view, that vision that you have of yourself, that self-image. And that means you having certain results. When you start operating this formula accurately, And in the proper order, which is part of the accuracy, success becomes a lot easier because you already have it. You already have it inside of you as your being. That will lead to the doing, that leads to the having is a lot easier when you follow a formula the actual the right way. When you follow a formula the wrong way, it's very hard to achieve the outcome. Everybody understand what I'm saying here? Recap in today's class, which is the genesis of success. You always hear me talking about this be, do, have principle. Today, I'm fleshing it out so you understand it. Number one, look in the mirror and see a wildly successful person remembering that your inner reality is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So this is not a one-time thing. How often do you look in the mirror? Probably several times every single day to make sure everything looks the way it's supposed to. Do the same thing with your mind. You need to be looking at whatever it is that lets you feel like a wildly successful person. That person in the mirror is a metaphor, but you should look in the mirror. And you need to see that wildly successful person on a day-to-day basis because it conditions your mind for the way you're going to carry yourself when you go out into the world. Point number two, Get detailed about what that wild success actually entails. So what exactly do you tell yourself? What exactly does success look like? Write down what you want your success to be in excruciating detail. Don't leave anything out. Remembering that the mind works off of images. It does not work off of words. So whatever you write down needs to paint a picture in your mind that gives you a vision, not just words on a paper. Words aren't going to do it, but images will do it. Your brain will follow suit. Number three, get out of the mirror and carry yourself as that person at all times. Whatever it is you have told yourself, you got to go live that thing out as this individual, even when you are not quite this person yet, especially when you are not quite this person yet. The good thing is who you are as a person has nothing to do with the things that you have or even the things that you've done. It's about how you decide, keyword decide, to carry yourself. and How you carry yourself lends itself to the actions that you take and the results of those actions. The things that you have are merely trappings of success. Right? They are not the things that create success. That leads me in a point number, actually before I get to point number four, point number three, accomplishments follow energy, folks. Energy does not follow accomplishments. Accomplishments follow energy. If you think you need to achieve a certain thing first before you can feel good about yourself or feel that you can carry yourself a certain way, you are operating by an inaccurate formula that simply will not work. And number four, burn the idea onto your brain that success is not about what you have or even what you've done, they are merely indicators, trappings of success, real success is about your energy, your aura and the way that you show up. All right. A nice card, a fancy suit, a whole lot of money. Those are simply trappings of success, which is just the outward signs, features or objects associated with a thing doesn't necessarily mean that they are the source of the thing. And those are two different things. So when you change who you are being as a person, then you will take certain actions and that will lead to you having certain results. So start operating this formula in an accurate way, in the proper order, and success will become a whole lot easier. With that said, text me to get my motivation text. Every time I send it out, my number is 305-384-6894. And go to workonyourgame.net to get access to my free training. For those of you who are at the five-figure level, you want to get to six figures, you are at the six-figure level, you want to get to the seven-figure level, but you know you can't just hard work your way to it. I'm going to show you exactly how I help people do this in five simple steps, and I'll give you some examples of people who I've already helped in a free 45-minute training. At the end of that training, there will be a link there for you to schedule a time to hop on a call with me. If that sounds like your cup of tea, go to workonyourgame.net. All of this training and, and even the scheduled call with me is completely free. That's at workonyourgame.net. Work on your game, Dre. All day.